Welcome to the Auburn UMC Clergy Conversations podcast. Each week, our pastors take an in-depth look at Scripture and preview their message for Sunday morning services. We're glad you joined us. For more information about Auburn UMC, please visit our website at aumc.net. Welcome to our podcast and video. We're grateful for all of you joining us for Clergy Conversations. I'm Corey. I'm Charles. I'm Kelly. And we're all three back together again. It's been a long time since all three of us have been together. We've all been running lots of places. And so I'm grateful to join together with y'all for this first Sunday of Lent as we kind of begin this journey to the cross. So thank you. How's y'all doing okay? Yeah, doing well. I've got y'all just busy, like you said, but good good things. So we have got some, just before we get into things, I know we've got lots of things going on in the life of our church. We have Lenten studies that are taking place, um, different book Mm -hmm. studies. We're having a Wednesday night conversation with things um, after supper at 6.30. So if anybody just wants to join in a conversation with us personally live, we're going to be a part of things after their supper. And then I know um, there is a study happening um, at the end of of the month that's called the Jesus Challenge. 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 The Mm -hmm. Jesus Challenge. And it's going to meet for four weeks. And so if you're interested in that, please go to our website and register. We'd love for you to be a part of that. So also, we have the Labyrinth in our fellowship hall right now. So between now and March the 21st, come by and, and walk the Labyrinth. If you've never tried this, a Labyrinth is an ancient uh, kind of prayer walk. And it's a place, it's, it's, a, it's a time to just kind of... Um, Focus on God. If there's a prayer request that you have, a thing you just want to think about and pray about, meditate upon, it's a it's a nice way to just kind of um, give it to God. And so, if you're free during the week, or you know, just come by when the church is open, and we would love to have you uh, just come to the fellowship hall and, and pray. Yeah. So it's good. Time. Anyway, so first week of Lent. What's our scripture? Um, this from Luke chapter four, verses one through thirteen. Can you read it for us? I will. Great. Uh, and this is a traditional scripture in uh, the first Sunday of, of Lent, and that is the temptations of Jesus. So again, Luke chapter 4, beginning verse 1. Jesus returned from the Jordan River, full of the Holy Spirit, and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. There he was tempted for 40 days by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and afterward Jesus was starving. The devil said to him, Since you are God's Son... Command the stone to become a loaf of bread. Jesus replied, It is written, People won't live only by bread. Next, the devil led him to a high place and showed him a single instant of all the kingdoms of the world. The devil said, I give you this whole domain and the glory of these kingdoms. It has been entrusted to me, and I can give it to anyone I want. Therefore, if you will worship me, it will all be yours. Jesus answered, It is written, You will worship the Lord your God and serve only him. That were brought him to Jerusalem and stood him at the highest point of the temple. He said to him, Since you are God's son, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to protect you, and they will take you up in their hands so that you will not hit your foot on a stone. Jesus answered, It has been said, Don't test the Lord your God. After finishing every temptation, the devil departed from him until the next opportunity. 
Hmm. These moments of um, kind of coming back and thinking about the humanity of Jesus, the journey with mm -hmm. Jesus and, and, and encountering mm -hmm. temptation, almost the way, you know, our ancient ancestors, Adam and Eve, were in the wilderness or the, uh, you know, yeah. and, and faced temptation. I mean, there's a mm -hmm. there's a connection there and, yes. and this idea of the 40 days of Lent and all of that. So what are y'all some of your initial thoughts as we were reading this early in the week? Why are you looking at me? Um, You're preaching I, Sunday. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, this is not profound at all, but I, I'm reading out of the message Bible uh, this weekend. And my verse three reads a little different. The devil playing on his hunger gave him the first test. And I mm. really enjoy that wording of things playing on his hunger, because number one, you all know this about me. I am a lover of snacks. I am like a toddler. I need to be constantly fed in order to maintain a pleasant mood. Um, but I think maybe more seriously than that, um, that is kind of how I view all of temptation playing on our mm. hunger, our hunger mm -hmm. for things, our hunger for power, our hunger for food, our hunger for money. Mm -hmm. um, so I just really appreciate that kind of um very human, mm -hmm. almost visceral way of thinking about mm -hmm. temptation is that gnawing hunger for more in us. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And last week, I, I think that's a good way to think about it and, and to imagine that Jesus feeling the hunger. Yeah. The hungers that we feel of, mm -hmm. of whatever, you know, you know, whatever the human need is. You mm -hmm. said something last week I thought was so profound in your sermon about the Jesus as kind of the, the copy of God or the, how did you say that? The, the translation, translator of God. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so it, Jesus says the translator of God and the idea that not only do we see, when we see Jesus, we see the father, we see God mm -hmm. and we also see ourselves. I mean, he's fully human. Mm -hmm. So there is this moment here where we see fully human, fully divine encountering the hungers of that we face. Mm -hmm. That's it is, and we, we see that picture, and one of the things that stuck out to me, uh, you know, we always say that the, the Christian life uh, cannot be lived in isolation, or it's difficult for mm -hmm. the Christian life to be lived in isolation. Uh, and, and kind of what we see, and this was a little bit of a new perspective for me, or different perspective, uh, is that temptation or, or sin can't be lived in isolation either. Mm -hmm. That So often we think, you know, our little... Um, you know, pet temptations we give into or our pets, since it's really not hurting anybody, that mm -hmm. is fine. But uh, but the way that Barclay kind of translated this is that each one of these temptations is really this bigger picture of um, that it did uh, affect or try to affect other people. That in Jesus uh, being tempted to turn stone into to bread, it was almost as if um, a devil was saying. Um, Look, this is a way that you can give people what they want, mm -hmm. and they will follow you in that way. Uh, and it's almost, you know, as if part of the, the answer from Scripture that Jesus gives is, you know, that we don't find life in material yeah. things. That, that that's a, a, a short uh, satisfaction mm -hmm. or a short reality. Uh, and then uh, all the, the kingdoms, that they'll bow down to you. Um, if you'll bow down to me, and it was this idea, according to Barclay, of just of compromise. And so often mm. we're we're tempted to do that. That oh, don't set your standards so high now, mm -hmm. um, and do this. And then finally, 
throwing himself down from the the temple it was this temptation to kind of sensationalize and you know people will surely follow you if they see mm-hmm. this and see these tricks um but in in all those things um what we see is that those are things that never never last uh, and really what we see is Jesus seeing perhaps his bigger picture of, of making disciples, making followers of Christ, not just short-term um, people who would, would come to have their material needs met or because of the um, you know, sensationalism of, of doing different tricks, different things, mm-hmm. um, but just kind of the, the big picture of that and, and knowing that the big picture is what gives, gives life yeah. in following Jesus. So I, again, always kind of thought of, you know, at least one or two of these as kind of an individual mm-hmm. struggle, but um, but to translate it that way, that um, that they're really about the, you know, the bigger picture and the temptation, uh, just to impress people for a little bit, mm-hmm. rather than to to truly follow Jesus for a lifetime. There was, there was a book written years ago, and it, I don't know if you've read it. I know I can see the cover of it, but it was called Not a Fan. Do you remember this book? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was about how, um, you know, and that was, I think that was even a phrase back years ago, not a fan. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan. You know, not a fan, and, and that mm-hmm. Jesus did not come to find fans. He came to find followers. Mm-hmm. And that idea that he's not here to leap from the temple to give us an experience where we just kind of, you know, like we've been to a great concert or something and we just talk about it for a while and then it's mm-hmm. like eating, you know, a Krispy Kreme donut where it's, wow, that was great. And then a few minutes later, you want something else. You know, uh-huh. do y'all know okay. what Krispy Kreme donuts are yeah. like? You mm-hmm. know, okay. Well, he yeah. didn't come to be, he, he basically not a fan kind of kind yeah. of thought, mm-hmm. but to, to, like you were saying, the followers. The thing that I couldn't get past, y'all, and I shared this in our staff meeting this morning, is the idea of, just at the very beginning, Jesus has just been baptized. He comes out of the water. He uh, hears uh, the voice from heaven. You are my son, my child, with whom I love, with you I'm well pleased. The Holy Spirit descends on him. And then it says he's filled with the Holy Spirit. And then he goes out into the wilderness. And often I think of that idea as I was sharing. I don't know. When, I, when somebody says they're filled with the Holy Spirit or we think of somebody filled with the Holy Spirit, we think they got it all together. Mm-hmm. No harm mm-hmm. can come their way. Yeah. Right. Bulletproof. Yeah. Right. That's funny because I was actually going to bring that up. What oh, we good. talked about as we were worshiping as a staff this morning, this like really bonkers idea that the blessed life or the most faithful or most Christian life is the one that's blingy and flashy and absolutely devoid of hardship and i think back um on all the history of the church like some of the early church mothers and fathers uh would go out to live in the desert and would Mm -hmm. like beat themselves up and whip themselves and starve themselves and cut their own skin um and I've just always been really fascinated, and I do wonder, maybe you all know this, is this a modern marvel? Is this an American thing that we have come to view our Christian journey as one that is supposed to be comfortable? Because the grand scheme of church history or Christian history, however you want to think about it, has been marked uh, by wilderness. Like the path mm-hmm. of the faithful is almost mm-hmm. always through the wilderness. I think of kind of the Exodus journey where mm-hmm. God is most present to the exiled Hebrew people in the midst of this really awful thing. God is Mm -hmm. physically present in a way that God is not present in any other way in the Bible, in the fire and in the cloud. Um, And I just, 
I've kind of been thinking about that. What is so scary about the wilderness? Because even Jesus is there. Mm -hmm. I think this is just something I was thinking about this morning in our thing is we've been in a wilderness for two years now in our church and our community and our whole world going through a pandemic. The wilderness is the place where we're not in control any longer. It's the place where Mm -hmm. one and one don't add up to two. The wilderness is the place where things are confusing and wild beasts are around every corner and we can't control anything. And a wilderness can be a disease, it can be a heartbreak, it could be the loss of something, it can be grief. And I imagine that, I know we have, and I know mm-hmm. folks out, you know, in TV land, <laughs> <laughs> other places, everybody has experienced wilderness, and it's awful. And it's that place where um, we're kind of stripped of all of our, all of our tricks, you know, we can't fix it. And mm-hmm. um, and it's in that place where, um, I don't know, the only thing we have is God. And there's a d- deep dependence. And I think that's what Jesus mm-hmm. truly models for us is that you cannot live just by bread alone, but by, you know, every word that yeah. comes from God. And mm-hmm. it's that strength of the Holy Spirit, you know, with Him, mm-hmm. in Him. That's good and I think also, you know, our natural reaction, I think sometimes would be to to argue. And yeah. Jesus turns to Scripture and just kind of trusts God for the, the long haul. Mm-hmm. Um, and just kind of, you know, in that context, looking at this, this Scripture, uh, I think adds a little bit more depth for, for me at least yeah. that, you know, that we are in a, you know, place in our world and social media, of course, and many different places where we want to argue to, to plead our, our case or to mm-hmm. um, share our, our point. And instead, Jesus just turned to Scripture and trusted God for the, yeah. the long haul. And that kind of simplicity, you know, it's not a simplicity, but it is a mm-hmm. true relationship and a deep trust that God is the one guiding us. And I think about as we close in prayer now, there's a lot of prayer needs on everyone's hearts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the world is a difficult place right now, and the world is in wilderness. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, Kelly, you've offered a great prayer for us that many of us have prayed on the Internet, and we've shared lots of times. And um, do you mind just praying for us as we go in through this season of Lent and think about how we can move through this wilderness that we're in right now? So. Yeah, I would love to. Eternal God, we face the wilderness of Lent and the wilderness of life ahead of us, and we are so tempted to fear and to despair, but we know that um, even though it feels like the devil is around every corner and there are monsters in the shadows, God, we know that even Jesus is in the wilderness. Mm -hmm. So as we travel this path, we ask that you would help us. Um, to find beauty in the journey, to trust you in the journey, and above all things, to cling to your promises, which are filled with hope and love and mercy for all. In Christ's name we pray. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Clergy Conversations with Auburn United Methodist Church. Check back next week for our next episode. For more information about Auburn United Methodist Church, please visit our website at aumc.net.